freedom? What is enlightenment? Who is it that longs for freedom and enlightenment? And if you tell the truth about this, you want freedom. You want enlightenment, self-realization, liberation from the karmic wheel of suffering. You want that, right? So who is this you that wants freedom? What is freedom, really? What is enlightenment, really? And if you're honest about this, you can realize that this you is this sense of me. I want to be enlightened. I want the happiness of enlightenment. I want the bliss of enlightenment. I want the promise of eternal bliss, right? Lasting happiness. I want that. But this I, this me that wants freedom, does not make it to the mountaintop. This is the mountain path of Ramana Maharshi, which is Yana Yoga or divine wisdom, and bhakti, yoga, divine love, the pure worship of love itself, that's bhakti. These are the two sides of the mountain path, but the ego does not make it to the mountain top. The ego must be annihilated in order for enlightenment to be realized as the truth of who you are, as Ramana. So the name Ramana means that which resides in the heart of all beings. This is what resides within you deeper than the feeling of me or I want, I want enlightenment. I want freedom. This me must be seen through as non-existent in order to reach the mountaintop. The ego must be surrendered, burned through, seen through. And then a natural happiness overcomes you. You're literally overcome with happiness, peace, and joy that can never be explained, but can be directly experienced. When you really surrender the ego, you are really surrendering all of your wants all of your desires, 
you're surrendering what you think you should do, what you should become. You surrender your hope, belief. Everything goes with ego, pain, suffering, fear, anxiety, stress. So we're willing to surrender the things we don't want, like stress, anxiety, fear. But it's harder to surrender what we really want. Fame, glory, money, power, protection, safety. We want those things. We want comfort. We want love, acceptance. But when you surrender the ego, all of that goes. It's more about living spontaneously with no future. Right? Because the mind swings out to the future so that we can get what we want. We keep trying to fix our life and other people to get what we want, which is happiness. But there has to be this willingness to let all of that go, the end of fixing, the end of changing. Right? You have to surrender what you want to this vastness, right? Which is infinite wisdom. It will lead you in the exact right place, the exact right role or position or job or relationship spontaneously without any planning. The world doesn't necessarily support living spontaneously, but this is the nature of wait and see that lives in not knowing. The biggest stumbling block to freedom is this idea that you know, that you've read it in a book, that you understand the Heart Sutra, the Diamond Sutra, the Bible, what Jesus said, what Ramana did, what Ramana said. All of this is a distraction from the truth. And there has to be this willingness to let it go. All your plans all your desires. First, so you can discover this directly, this living truth. And second, so that you can live effortlessly, spontaneously as that living truth without any worries about the future. There's nothing to worry about as that living presence. Do you think stillness is worried about tomorrow? 
Is God worried about tomorrow? Does God meditate to be God, which is pure presence, pure consciousness, the infinitude of silence? Does silence need meditation? So when there is no meditator, that's true meditation. But there has to be this willingness to surrender in order to discover the place of no meditator, no questioner. All your questions are given to the silence, given to the wisdom of the heart. And trusting that over the limitation of your mind. So there is no mountain, there is no mountain top in true realization, direct realization. And it lives, direct realization lives in this willingness to surrender everything to that to live spontaneously from the love in your heart, to welcome fully and completely what is. Don't see it as problems in your life, but as life unfolding and changing, the wonderment, the miracle of life. This is freedom. This is grace. So the ego does not make it to the mountaintop, right? The ego does not enter the heart cave of Arunachala Shiva. The ego is left at the door of the heart cave, right? Because the identity vanishes on the mountain path. It vanishes. It burns away. Revealing the truth of who you are, which cannot be explained, but it's like the mountain, still, unmoving, silent. In order to directly realize this for yourself, you have to enter the heart cave of the mountain. And no one returns from that cave. No one returns. If you really go all the way into your heart, this feeling of you vanishes. It does not return. In a true surrender, there is no return. It's the point of no return entering into the heart cave within your own heart, the silence of your own heart, to see directly what is deeper than this feeling of me. So the me never becomes enlightened. You will never be enlightened. The desire for enlightenment, if you tell the truth about it, is the desire for freedom, the desire for power, the desire for spiritual cities, right? Spiritual powers. 
the desire for states of consciousness like nirvana or this idea of lasting happiness but all of that must go the books have to be put aside because they will trick you into thinking that you've had the direct experience when you have not had the direct experience you've read and understood so you can listen to my voice right now and understand what I'm talking about but the direct experience of the presence in the cave of your heart is totally different because no words can ever express it and when you really enter the cave of your heart there's a natural humility compassion kindness and love but it's natural it's not artificial it's not the pretense of love compassion and humility so one of the great signs along the way that you're making progress is that the mind becomes humbled by this vast still presence of the mountain heart right inside of you is a mountain of stillness peace love compassion right and when you fall into this all the way all the way in this is the nature of enlightenment that there is no one to enlighten right it's beyond any idea of emptiness beyond any idea of stillness and all that stands in the way of your direct experience is that single letter I I am me right the me is in the way of direct experience of enlightenment the books are in the way of the direct experience because it is transcendent of understanding it is transcendent of learning the mountain path is not about learning it's about discovering directly intimately who you are really not who you imagine you are based on your past or based on your potential future not who you think you are but who you really are is an eternal presence an eternal stillness that within you which was never born and will never die the Alpha and the Omega of now is the eternal one inside of you this is Ramana so when you enter on the mountain path it's the most direct route to freedom the most direct route to the direct experience 
of what the Heart Sutra is all about. What the Diamond Sutra is all about. Is to recognize that this feeling of you is not real. The ego is not real. Who you think you are is not real. So it requires a willingness to stop Stop reading, stop thinking, and deeply, intimately examine who is this me, what is ego, what is really in the way of enlightenment. The deepest truth is you can't do anything to be what you already are. You are already pure, aware consciousness. The emptiness of form and the form of emptiness. Right? The heart. So the heart is the core of your body. And as you go deeper and deeper into the heart cave of your body, you discover there is no inside, there is no outside. You are the mountain that you were climbing. You are stillness, silence. The pure majesty of your being is alive in your heart. And only you can enter the cave of the heart. But you can't bring the me with you. You can't bring the I with you. Right? It's the point of no return. The willingness to surrender the me is the willingness to really be free as lasting happiness, peace. These aren't just nice words. It's the literal truth of who you are. Regardless of what's happening in your life. What's happening in your life is perfection. The problems in your life are perfection. So when you surrender to this moment, you realize that you're not the body. The problems that you think you have are not your problems. They're the karmic destiny of the body governed by the law of karma. When you realize that you are the presence that is governed by no law, that is eternally free, eternally happy, still, peaceful. When you realize that you are that, then and only then are you truly free. Then you realize there is no mountain 
and no mountain top, no heart cave, nowhere to go, and nothing to do. You are freedom itself with nothing added. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon. Thank you.